Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Malignant. Malignant is a 2021 American horror film directed by James Wan from a screenplay by Akila Cooper. It follows Madison, who is paralysed by shocking visions of grisly murders, only for her torment to worsen as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities. I don't even know Jim- <laughs> where to begin. Jimmy W, the Wan Man, the Wan with a plan. <laughs> yeah. I Actually, I don't know if he has a plan. Well, he has a plan. <laughs> and like, look, we enjoyed this movie. I fucking loved it. It's also dull as fuck. Five stars. <laughs> I fucking loved everything about it. It is cooked. Yeah. But I think it's like, yeah, this movie's cooked. Like, at no point does it pretend to be anything other than what no, it is. No, no, no. Yeah. Which is like a cooked fucking... Dumb as fuck. I, I was going to say like B-grade schlocky, but it's not. It's, it's mm. well made, but it's just insane. And I love it. If a movie's dumb as fuck, you cannot get to the five-star button quick enough, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean me personally? Yeah, yeah you, you yeah. It's like, this movie's dumb <laughs> no. in 20 minutes. This movie's the dumbest movie of all time. <laughs> not you, the oh. listener. You, Thomas Rue. Yeah, Tom yeah. <laughs> nah, look, yeah. that's fair. It's, I don't know, I just... It was so weird and yeah. interesting and just like... I think, I think one of the things that this podcast has done that has been nice mm. is that horror just... You can just kind of do anything. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, it's really fun. And, and I guess that the frustrating thing is when we get horror movies where it's like, you could have done anything and you just kind of did nothing. Yeah. This movie, it's like, oh, okay. Oh. You could have done everything and you did. And yeah. you did. <laughs> you threw bloody everything out of it. <laughs> just, yeah, the idea that they're like, yeah, so this movie is about a murderer with the worst face of all time, but who also can do acrobatics. <laughs> The, like her having superhuman strength doesn't make sense. Zero. I don't sense. give a shit. Yeah. Like, no. It, is it like? Does she have the strength of two people? Because she's even like, then too strong. Yeah, for yeah. sure, hundred percent. Too strong. T W O strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Look, no, this is a cooker. It's fascinating. It's weird. It's like mm. you can. It's beautifully shot, but it's yeah, just yeah. like I feel like it's one of those movies where if I'd have known the twist or the reveal going mm. in. I don't know if I'd have enjoyed it as much because I think you need to buy in. Yeah, I agree. so that when they're like, actually, <laughs> it's this. It's twin go, face. It's even fuck? dumber than you. You're like five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Parts of it are quite lame. I think. Yeah. In that way that like the Wan Man did in Conjuring Two, and he had like um, that song London Calling or whatever it was. But yeah, he's like, yeah. come on, mate, what the fuck yeah, are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like. This is a horror film, but there are parts of it that are just like the with the music and stuff. It's just really over the top and like oh, melodramatic. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it's a negative. It all just adds to it. It feels like a modern Hammer horror film. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I if this can movie see this. had have existed in the sixties or fifties. Yeah. Kush would have been the scientist, mm. like investigating it all. 
Lee would have been backwards. Band, Lee would have been <laughs> Lee would have been Gabriel. Like, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a, a a flash, not a flashback. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a homage to like the, like those kind of ridiculous. Mm, mm. I don't know, man. I just fucking it's it's corny. It's ridiculous. Like, there's a whole scene where the sister goes to that like hospital that's just on a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. yeah. Well, it does like the. I agree with you, Sean. I think there's like some really bad stuff in this movie, but for some reason, because they like they're in on it, like they know, like the, some of the dialogue is ridiculous. Gabriel's dialogue is just like cliche villain dialogue. There yeah. is no nuance to it. It's just yeah. I'm angry. I'm going to get revenge, and he's like doing it in a slightly dramatic way. And then it also does the thing where I don't know if you guys have seen much of the show Elementary, a the, little Sher- bit, the little Sherlock bit. show. Yeah, 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 with um Johnny Johnny, what's his name? Yeah, Johnny, what's his name? Yeah, that's, that, that's his name though, Johnny. Yeah. Um, Johnny and Lucy Liu. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Johnny, what's his name? Lucy Lou. Yeah. So, like, in that show, this thing happens where Sherlock will figure something out. Yeah. And then they'll get the Watson character to say it again in layman's terms sure. for us, the audience. Okay. So, you go, cool. Anyone who got along with Sherlock, happy days. You've, you've enjoyed figuring out the mystery. For anyone who missed it, here's Watson describing for you, B for B. Just for any of the dubbies out there. Yeah. Watson's... And, like, if I've, I quite like the show, but... They do this consistently throughout the series, and it, it, once you clock it, it's really frustrating. You're like, yeah, we got it the first time. Yeah. This movie does that as well, where it's like, hey, here's a thing, and then just in case you don't understand, we'll tell you exactly what's happening here. That, yeah, that's why the character, I think, his name, is his name Kokoa Shaw? Kokoa yes. Shaw. Great, great name. name. Fantastic oh, name. Great name. We, we love, love a good, good name. Handsome yeah. man. Most of his dialogue is just shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his partner as well. I can't remember her name. Mm. Um, she's fantastic. Yeah. They, she, they have a good dynamic. They have, I, yeah. would watch, I would watch a TV series just about them. A bit like Wellington Paranormal. Sure. Just like them solving cases that are just like... That are just fucked. <laughs> that are just fucking cooked. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. I think, boys, though, what we're, we're all talking around the insanity of it. So let's just let's just go straight to the heart of it. Yeah. The stones on James Wan to be like, this is a horror movie in the year of our Lord 2021. The <laughs> twist is she has a tumor that is a, basically a parasitic twin in the back of her head that makes her super strong, yeah. which means for large portions of this movie, we are terrified of a man running backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it is creepy, though. The movements really are, like, freakish. really disturbed. And this yeah. is where, like, Wan shines because that could have looked so dorky. Yeah. That could have looked so shit and dumb and, like... And it doesn't. It looks grotty and disgusting and, yeah. and it works. It does exactly what he wants it to do. Yeah. What's I mean? It's it's kind of like a B-grade, like, pulp nonsense with, like, an A-grade finish. Like, there are mm. some there are some shot choices that are beautiful. Anytime she has one of the moments where she has the, the kind of night terror dream yeah, sequences, yeah. the way things melt and shift around. Oh, like, yeah, that's They're great. phenomenal. There's a shot. There's that overhead camera yeah, shot that follows it. through different rooms. When she's yeah, running away like, from fucking peaks. eagle eye through the house. Yeah, that's awesome. unreal. Uh, Wan loves a spooky house yeah. and some cook shots, like... Yeah. And they're, they're never not effective. Mm. Like, you're impressed and terrified. Yeah. We've talked about him... On when we've done conjuring episodes, but I think a hundred percent he is, and we've we've talked about this you and mm. I, Sean in particular, yeah. but that he is Australia's greatest export. Oh, for sure, mm. from for a filmmaker, like, and yeah. and he's never spoken about. No, nah. and you know it's just bullshit. Like, and even just in terms of the kind of films he's making, which are exciting, but even just if you look on it, and they usually judge successive movies on box office. Yeah, he would be clear number one, surely. Well, yeah, like who'd get near him? Baz Luhrmann, Baz maybe. Luhrmann, and maybe, but he Miller. wouldn't. He's made more films than Baz. Mm. Well, that's it. Like, so yeah, George Miller, I suppose. But again, 
George Miller, like... Made Happy Feet too. So He made Happy Feet and the, the, the most recent Mad Max, but prior to that, what's he done other than Mad Max? Do you know what I mean? Babe. Did George Miller direct Babe? Yeah. Wow, okay. I don't know if he did the sequel. But these are very spaced out. Like, the Wan Man's had a 10-year period where he's done fucking Aquaman, Fast and Furious. He's done all the horror stuff that he's done. I was like, yeah. it's off the chain. He's, he's yeah, it's it's ridiculous that from a guy who was... And Saw, sorry. And Saw. I didn't even mention Saw. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. One of the biggest horror <laughs> franchises of sort of... Like our generation of the last twenty years, like you know, it's it's cooked that both he and and Lee Wannell have had such an impact on horror and genre. But then James Wan's gone on to do huge franchise blockbusters. Like he's 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 doing Aquaman too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Like, I didn't even mention The Conjuring just then. Yeah, Mm. and The Conjuring and how it spun off into all the Annabelle stuff and all that, and the Nun and like yeah, he's like fuck. He literally like he's built franchises, and then. They also tack him onto already existing franchises because clearly the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. For this one on the franchise front, this feels like he wants it to be a franchise. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I it will 100% be one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for the second movie where there's like a killer yeah. or monster of some kind. And we have to do like a full Science of the Lamb situation where she has to right. work with Gabriel to try yeah, to stop yeah. her. And then like, he, like that do, would be. Do you, do you think they'll go there with the second one? Oh, or will the second one just it. be more of a like, he's broken out. She's got to stop him again. Yeah. Sort of oh, I don't know if they're going to team up yet. It depends. It depends who does it. Like if it's not. James Wan, if it's just like a gun for hire in the studio right. do it, then it's just him breaking out. We just retread the first film. I reckon he'll do it. But if it's Jimmy, I reckon we're going to get- I reckon he's going to want to ratchet it up even oh, further. Oh, yeah. Which, which for me, the logical step is teammates. Yeah, yeah. Work together. Yeah. Or Mind Palace fight. Oh, fuck. I love movies that have Mind Palaces. Oh, there'll be a Mind Palace fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So good. Well, like because even like the Gabriel character, I, I think he still needs to be the- the major villain because Wan has clearly set him out or whoever wrote it has set him out to be so iconic. Yeah. In like his appearance, yeah. the suit, the backwards nature, the the face, even the even face. The, the the dagger that he uses. Exactly like right. Even the weapon, weapon is iconic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like you can't undo that. Like you yeah. need to like like any good slasher sort of yeah. horror villain, they need that stays consistent throughout. So I think yes. he'll still be the major antagonist. But there might be a secondary act. I'd lo- I don't know. I don't care. Whatever Wan wants to throw at us, I'll watch it. I'll catch. I'll I'll probably give it five stars. I know you (laughs) You, will. You you preempted five stars. I can't do it. I just loved it. Boys, how can you not give this movie five stars where there is a scene in it where that scene where Gabriel breaks out of the police station? Mm. Yes. Fucking huge scene. Big scene. Goes from being a horror movie to being John Wick for like (laughs) five to ten minutes. And then, like, so he's doing all these, like, fucked kung fu murders. And then the end of it. Where the two cops are on the ground, and as he's running away, just picks up a chair from the uh, that chair throw, yeets it across the room. Ten out of ten. That is an iconic scene. It's one of the best moments of the year. It is. (laughs) I see that gif come up on Twitter, and it just makes me laugh every time. Every single time. (laughs) Yeah. No, he's um he's he's a true icon, a hero. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would love to know the breakdown of how much of I mean, it's clearly stunt person Mm. for large portions of it. But how much of some of the other stuff is just um, Annabelle Wallace? Annabelle Wallace just having to act backwards. <laughs> yeah, go backwards. It'd be a fair bit, I reckon. I reckon it'd be a fair bit. Yeah, I reckon heaps. Mm. I wonder at what point they they put the coat on her. They you know said, all right, walk backwards. And they're like, yeah, that's creepy as fuck. Nice, yeah. that's good. That's good. Because <laughs> well, it's it's everything too. It's like the fact that the, like the coat, the collars popped up, so you can't see um, yeah. her head. Like it's just everything about it is yeah. Mm. Damo, did you good. you clocked it sort of earlier? I thought didn't you when we watched it? I I had a. F- I actually had a few different ideas of what it might be. Yeah. So I kind of said to you guys earlier-ish, I'm like, oh, I think I have an idea for what's happening here. Yeah. And then I said, actually, no, maybe it's something else. 
It, it was the first one, which was, yeah, I thought. Yeah, because oh. didn't you realise that it was backwards at some point? Yeah, so someone mentioned the fingerprints were backwards. Yeah. And then from there, it's like, oh, okay, this it could be this. Yeah. And then, yeah, sure enough. Hang yeah. on. The fingerprints are backwards. Well, like, I guess to where they should, like, the hand. Like, oh, okay. It, they made, like, one of the cops made a note that there was, like, yep. Yeah, Backwards hands. Yeah. Prints. Okay. Because I was really like, fingerprints aren't backwards because they're circles. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't think that can even be correct. Yeah. It must be like, maybe it was based on how the, maybe the footprints or based on something else. But no, I do remember there was a distinct thing where they talk about arms backwards or the, the, the way the knife went in. Some, yeah. One of the cops mentioned something about like backwards hands. Yeah. So I, I wrote, made a note. Yeah. I wrote backwards hands. That's right. Because even it's, it's, a, it's a clever mystery too, because the cops are like, all the DNA and fingerprints are just hers and his. Yeah, so, And yeah. obviously it's their house, so... As well as, like, so we obviously get, because we're in her mindset, we get what Gabriel's doing to her where he mind palaces her and makes her feel and see that she's just sleeping or she's at home, like, while he's literally taking control of her body. So there was a bit of me that goes, oh, but can it be her? Because we've seen her, like, one, she got attacked, which, like, yeah. mustn't have actually happened. That was yeah. all a projection as well from Gabriel. Thanks, bro. And then after a while, I'm like, nah, it has to be. This This movie doesn't care about... I don't know how they've done it. I didn't know it was like projection, but I'm like, no, no. That's exactly what this is. We have a malignant twin right here. Oh, man. It, well, it's, also, the fact that it's called malignant and it ends up being about a literal tumour. A little angry tumour. Uh, what, what I love, too, is that like when you see... Because like, in my head, I'm like, oh, so he must just be like a brain thing. Yeah. And they do that flashback. It's a full, like, torso. Yeah, it's so grotty. It's like disgusting. a fucking little T-Rex. It's, <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> like, yeah, like a little hatched dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, it looks fucking awful. Yeah. And even the idea that it has a face still is yeah. ridi- it's ridiculous. Like, it's so ridiculous. And, and that the reason it comes back is because the douche ex-husband slams her head against the wall. Right. And it cracks the back of her head open. Well, Gabriel pops there he out. Comes. Uh, it's yuck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, let me ask this then. Were we scared? Yeah, yeah, very much. Initially, for sure. 100%. Because it is, it almost has like a genre change like halfway through. Yes. Well, yeah. I guess once the twist is revealed, then it just, it, John Wick's probably a good example. <laughs> it just becomes like crazy and sort of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By that point, the fear is largely gone, I think. It's mm. still yuck to kind of look at. Oh, 100%. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, in the early stages, it's fucking spooky. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Wan's pulling out all his usual yeah. tricks, which never stop working. I made another note, which was that, Sean, you said he's such a cunt about 30 times during this, yeah. referencing James Wan. It must have been, yeah. because he would have just been fucking putting us through hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, absolutely. Son of a bitch. Legend, though. Our greatest, um, our greatest ever director. Greatest yeah, I, I reckon. Who, who's better? Like Peter Weir's a great filmmaker. He hasn't made anything for a long fucking time. Very long time. time. Gotta be the Wan man. It, it just has to, but people don't measure it because it's a genre, right? That's right. Yeah. So they don't respect it. It's like we've talked about before with horror. He just takes you there. He's like, yeah, Baz Luhrmann's made some absolute horse shit. And I'm not a big Baz like- Luhrmann fan, so I'm on the Wan Man all the way. You're a Wan fan? No, <laughs> the Wan Man's got a fan. He's <laughs> <laughs> got three of them here. Right. <laughs> and like he does use his usual, like we said, the house stuff. Like having, yeah. he loves to speak it. This house looks like a haunted house straight away. Yeah, as soon as we saw it, we're like, you. Oh, that, I probably, that was one yeah. of the times I went, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and he uses the space to such great effect as he always does. But then I was even thinking like for one of Gabriel's powers to be able to sort of control electricity so literally we get a horror trope of flickering lights that's Mm. tied to our villain and we know it's like oh not only is the effect spooky because lights are flickering but it's like oh we know something bad's about to happen that's that's our lead into gabriel causing some mischief yeah Whereas often, like, a flicking light is, like, a bit of a fake out for the audience. Yeah. Whereas this time you go, oh, you just oh, get that sinking go. feeling every yeah. time something with electricity happens. It's yeah. like your water droplets in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you go, well, the puddle ripples, so we know yeah. T-Rex is you go, coming. Here, here it comes. It's, it's, it's also 
that sustained thing of like during the day early on you feel safe, but it's when she goes to bed and goes to sleep, that yeah, like, fuck, bad stuff's going to happen again. And every time she goes back home early on, when you're not sure, yeah, what's causing all these fucked things to happen, yeah. And then also the um, imaginary friend stuff of like her as a little kid, the video we saw of her as a kid, and she's talking to her imaginary friend Gabriel. That's so cr- the idea of the imaginary friend trope is one that like I don't think we've seen. I haven't at least seen a, but then, you know, West was, but I haven't seen a movie that's like done it exceptionally well where no, like the, the imaginary friend is somehow also a murderer other than this one, I guess, because it's like a fucking malignant twin. But it's such a spooky, creepy one, like the little kid talking to the imaginary friend and you just on edge. It's, it really, ugh, I hate it. Home videos are bad. Home videos, anytime in a horror movie, someone's like, hey, you're adopted. Want to yeah. watch a home video of you as a kid being fucking cool? Right, your imaginary friend yeah. telling you to kill your baby sister. <laughs> Fun memories. I reckon if you have a family, just never shoot any videos. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. <laughs> just don't. Well, no, no maybe you I'm going to contact Apple and say, get rid of the video function on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need it. Because it's either going to be like, yeah, horror things, or you're going to be that sad person who's looking back at videos of their lost loved yeah, ones. Or of whatever. Your, your dead wife walking on the beach. <laughs> walking on yeah, the beach. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Man. No good comes from this. Don't ever. Put the camera down. Yeah. Put the camera down. Guys, here's, here's your warning. Do never film your wife walking on the beach. No. You know what's going to happen? She's going to die. Maybe don't go to the gonna beach. Get, you're going to get kicked off the force. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Damo, but if uh, you have a wife, beaches are banned. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, unless you leave your phone in the car. You, I'm not a big you, beach fan anyway, so I'm not You can go to the fast. beach with your wife. Yeah. yeah. Just don't film her on the beach having yeah. a fun time. Being like, stop. Yeah. Stop that's, that's asking for it. Yeah. That's telling the universe, come at us. That's a death sentence there. <laughs> yeah. And if you have a weird kid, don't ever film them. No. <laughs> oh, definitely not. If you have a weird kid, maybe just, I don't know, yeah. shuffle them off pretty quick. But then they're going to come back and find yeah, you, yeah, as man. we know. Just don't have kids. I mean, like, that's what we got for this one, where obviously mum did have a weird kid and shuffled her off. And yeah. then, what, 30 years later, weird kid comes back and kidnaps her from her. Too. Yeah, no, you can't win. Face. You cannot win. Just don't have kids. Yeah. yeah. Don't have kids. Don't go to the beach. Don't ever buy a boat for your last day of the job. <laughs> <laughs> All surefire ways to die. Never yeah. quit your job. <laughs> Never quit your job. Work until you die. Work until you die. Work until a backwards man throws a chair into your head. And then then you're like, all right, time for retirement. Time for retirement, (laughs) baby. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> All right, did Eckhart act wisely or foolishly? It's like... <sighs> Maybe not, but also, like, what was she supposed to do? Well, yeah, I, yeah. I actually think they did pretty well because they 
she's like she goes to the cops pretty quickly when she's has that vision of the Doctor Field getting killed. Yeah, yeah. in the that hotel room. is Doctor Field. Something like that. Oh yeah, Weaver's second. That's where he gets the mm-hmm. knife from. Yeah, but yeah, where where the Doctor gets killed in that hotel and she sees the light and, and the cops sort of get in on it pretty quick. Mm. But I mean, it's one of those things where <laughs> what do you do? That's the thing too with yeah. the cops. Like, did the cops act wisely? And it's like, well. Maybe no at times, but supernatural. Like, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Like, like you were saying, Tom, the wisest thing they did was that because she did have this link, she was able to use that to get some clues and start to uncover the mystery and, the, and that the cops did eventually listen to her and somewhat take her seriously. Rah, rah, rah. But then the scene I really love where you're like, yeah, no one had a clue what was going on is when the mum falls through the attic of her house. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, okay, you're the murderer somehow. Like where before that- that was never even like obviously she was sort of had been around the crimes and new stuff, but no one had really looked at her in a way. And maybe they should have. Like we were starting to, I think, by that point. Yeah. And I love the attic thing. There was a line where it's like, oh, he must have been living in the attic the whole time, which he was. Unfortunately, the attic was metaphorical. It was her head. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. great. I love that. I think it's like, it's on the nose, but it's still good. Yeah. Yeah. They even do that throwaway bit where she just doesn't go up there because she doesn't like it or it's like, mm. I can't even remember. There's like a bit. There was, there was a line, yeah. About, oh, yeah, I don't want to go up there. And Yeah. The only people I think who act unwisely are the doctors at the start. Maybe sister going to the abandoned hospital in the cliff. That feels like that was such a horror setting. I don't know. She, like nothing bad happened. Oh wait, no, no, nothing bad happened. Right. It was one of those weird things where she's in that hospital on the cliff, and it's a bit spooky. But it's like, well, she's safe yeah, because right. she's nowhere near her sister. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yes, good, good call. Yeah. And she's not on. She's not on um, the list. Mm. The murder list. Good sister. Good Very sister. good sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually like that, you know, in the end, it was more about, like, her actually having a sister. It was like a found family sort of thing almost. Yeah. Really. That was nice. Actually, yeah, brought- <laughs> it's so funny to watch, like, two hours of pure insanity mm. and then just, like, like, I honestly watched this film and I was like, do I hate it or do I respect the madness of it? And then they have that really emotional bit with her and the sister at the end and I'm like, oh, it's fucking nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you have to respect it, though, because, like, like we said, like, Wen clearly knows what he's doing. He yeah. knows this is, feels like he knows this is a mad movie. Oh yeah, and that's what he set out to do. He's achieved it. So like, I gotta respect it. I've gotta be like, yeah, well done. You've 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 done exactly what you've achieved. In fact, you've done it incredibly well because mm. this is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I went three and a half, Cowan. and I think I stand by that. What well, time? At what point did you know you loved it? Very early. Yeah, right. It's one of those things where like I w- I was enjoying like the spooks. I'm like, this is really well made. Mm. The minute we saw Gabrielle proper and there's that chase scene through that hotel. Right. And I'm like, this guy's just a cooker. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, this fucking rocks. <laughs> and then the minute it gold-plated itself as a five mm. was when Gabrielle threw a chair across an entire police station. <laughs> <laughs> that that whole police station sequence too with the um, that character, the, the, the coroner. Or the forensic person who was mm. just horny for Kakoa. Like that, right. that just being like a plot point that's just never really resolved. No. She just wants to bang the yeah. detective. This is the lollipop one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And she's like hiding in the in that room, the evidence room, and the door, like the yeah. the, the red lights are flashing mm. and there's just cops dying everywhere. Yeah. It's such a movie and TV thing to have like a coroner who's just like <laughs> dispassionate about the work and just is like chewing on food or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. a bit kooky, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love a coroner who's like, yeah, dead bodies suck, man. Yeah. Fucking hate them. Yeah. But this sandwich fucking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go eat it upstairs because it's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> For me, I think I was like, I was really vacillating back and forth whether I'm like, is this a good movie? Do I like this movie? Do I respect this movie? Pretty much, I think all the way through to the end. And it was pretty much just accepting, no, it's cooked, but it's meant to be. Yeah. 
And then I was I was able. So I think anyone who hasn't watched this yet and is is sort of thinking, okay, I don't trust the Tom Reed five stars, but I'm getting interested in this movie. Yeah. Why would you not trust the Tom Reed five stars? <laughs> oh, a little film called Valerian, <laughs> among hundreds. Among <laughs> hundreds. I mean, that's just example. That's the tip of the yeah. iceberg. But yeah, if you go into it, go into it knowing that it's it's meant to be ridiculous and, yeah. and fun. It's also just well made though, and, and still scary, oh, and still it's creepy, incredibly and made. Yeah, like in lesser hands, this movie would suck shit because mm. it's a delicate balance. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like the the scales to tip into dorky and dumb so easy. Like it is <laughs> yeah. like it's nearly it's just there, hovering so on times. that yeah. the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah, the see, like this as a franchise will be interesting to keep an eye on. Mm. Wan Man's got to stay in there. Yeah, otherwise I'm afraid it might be shit. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I do want to see it get bigger and crazier with every iteration. Yeah. I like there are like there's obviously lots of sort of somewhat cooker horror franchises, and like I guess kind of like maybe Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy's obviously a, a cooked villain. I want that, but yeah, for this and just go. Bonkers, even more bonkers with it. Yeah, it's why I think, Tom, to your point, I don't think they'll do the team-up thing too early. You've got to keep him as the villain. Yeah. I like the idea of this being a big franchise. And for the first three films, they just add an extra eye in Malignant. So the title's just like, Malignant. And the third one's Malignant. Maybe the third one, there's like, oh, hold on. There's a triplet in there too. Oh, there's another one. Gabrielle's got a vestigial evil twin. I like the idea too that, and then by the fourth one, similar to uh, another franchise that James Wan has been in, Hmm. the A in Malignant just becomes a four. (laughs) Yeah. We yeah, I, actually, that's exactly what we want for this franchise. In much like the way Fast and Furious just became more insane as it went on, yeah, yeah. that's what I want for this. Yeah. I want it to be the Fast and Furious of the horror, fra- yeah, horror except horror version. It started where like Fast and Furious got to by like number five or yeah. six. Yeah, or James, when yeah. isn't wasting any <laughs> yeah. time? He's straight. Yeah, he's, into he's, it. he's already he's already reversed a car out of the back of a plane. Like right, that's, yeah, they're hitting like, the moon in the third one. I think I can't <laughs> wait for Dwayne Johnson to come into this franchise. <laughs> just he's here to fight. I, I'm excited for Gabriel to go across into Fast and Furious. Yeah. That would be in his mind palace. It's just like WWE. Yeah. He's fighting the Rock. It's <laughs> oh, so good. It's revealed that she, uh, the the Rock is the biological father because you don't know you don't know who the dad is. I don't think sure, right. You know he's the biological father and he's, he goes into the mind palace and just like Daddy's got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> all right. How would we do in this situation? Who are we? Uh, that's a good question. Are we Kakoa. Uh, like I think one of us should be Kakoa. One of us should be the sister. One of us should be Gabriel. Oh Jesus! As the one with. The twin, yeah, who is a twin. Yeah, let's say my beautiful boy Jono, my brother, never actually uh, parted ways from me and was living yep. in the back of my head as Gabriel. Still a working theory that I have. <laughs> yeah, still not a fan of this theory for sure. <laughs> this podcast has told me something, Sean. Mm. Twins cannot be trusted. They cannot be trusted. <laughs> no. Mm. So, which one of you wants to be my sister, or which one wants to be the cop? I'll take the sister. I'll be Kakala then, which okay. means I just get to walk around dumb being like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> yeah. A guy that looks exactly like Damo, but backwards, just killed everyone in my police precinct. Mm. Does anyone never, like, I get that, like, the collar's up and her face is sort of down. It still seems wild that no one ever cops a view of her face. Well, I think also the hair, though, because he parts, oh, he pulls the head true. Yeah. back. And yeah. also, I think you don't get time to look at the other face. You're like, mm. what the fuck is <laughs> that? That's true. It's like a, like a little dinosaur, one-eyed, one-toothed little pus face. Yeah. Like, and you are distracted because the movements are so, like, fucking monstrous and spidery at yeah, times. And you're yeah. kind of, like, looking everywhere. Yeah. So, look, for us, I mean, 
I don't know if there's much that I can do because I'm just stuck in Mind Palace yeah. land. Well, no, that's you are the only one. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I am. Uh- like, I, I can't do... Sh- like, this is the thing. We're relying on, as this movie reveals, we're relying on the other half of the Malignant to Mind Palace, the bad half. All right, I'm going to go back a step. We're, we've given ourselves these roles, but really we should just be us. I can still be Malignant. I can be Gabriel. So it's us as... Us. Just effort, yeah. Podcasters. Yeah. So, do I go and do the... The sister went and found out the information, right? Mm. I find that information. Oh, I just kill him. <laughs> done. Yeah. So, we actually... I do oh, what right. the doctors should have done originally. Can I just say, just so, just, just to, to let everyone know what's happening. So, right now, we are actually staying in Damo's childhood home for a Scary Boys retreat. This is mm. correct. And I think... Well, they most distracted later, Sean. You and I might need to search this house just to just to find out some birth records and information. <laughs> whether- oh, look, my dad actually has a few home videos. If yeah, you want to oh, crack oh, out the VCR, Damo just talking. Pack the car, let's go. Yeah, I've, have you noticed that? Um, he talks about this twin. John O a lot, but yeah, um, never met him. There's no, no photos. No, of him. no one's ever met John O. There's, there's just, no photos. There's there's just, all, all the photos are of three yeah. children. Well, no, there's John just in the like, room with us right now. John, uh, uh, no. Sean, I think you're right. I think the only solution here is we can't rely. We on should Damo. have known this when Damo was showing us photos and saying, "Pick which one's me and which one's John O." Same person. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's pretty easy to tell because one's a normal one and one is just Damo turned around. <laughs> <laughs> the back of my fucking head. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're relying on you to mind palace. Yeah. So I think. Sean and I are huge cowards. The minute we learn this information, we're just like, we're sorry. Instead of killing me, because I no, would no, rather no, not no, be killed, no. can I maybe suggest waste. Yep. a Magneto-style helmet that oh. like diffuses Gabriel, a.k.a. Jono? This is great. This is great. Um, where from? I don't know. That's up to you guys to invent this no, thing. No, we're not inventing a helmet. I'm, I'm but- keeping Jono under wraps while you two need to invent okay. a beautiful helmet to keep your boy alive. We, if we know about this, right? Yeah. We just have to knock him out and then stitch him back up. Yeah, if you fix that crack in the back of my head. Yeah. And then and then get you a f- those footy concussion type helmets like um, like the young Caleb Daniel wears, just like some sort of compression helmet. Yeah, I get to wear get to wear a cool helmet. Never, for the rest never of take my it day. off. Yeah, never take it off. Every wear- time you got to take it off, you're like, mm, damn it, you can't. You've got um, you've got Jonoitis. <laughs> you like, oh, okay. It's a really, it sounds like a thing. Yeah, John, you got Jonocranium. Uh, it's a really <laughs> means the back of your skull is very soft and susceptible to <laughs> yeah. murder. What's, what's that thing called when you're a baby and you've got the soft spot on your head? Yeah, that's it. That you're thing, like, ah, oh, Damo, that never healed up for you, mate. Yeah. So yeah. you just need to wear this helmet forever. Little. That little divot in the back of your head, that's it's yeah, we need to look after it. You are basically made of play doh. Mm. That's actually not a bad idea. If we knock him out, stitch him back up. Knocking him out might be hard though, because he's got the strength of twenty men. <laughs> no, I think I think I we think can, we can knock him out. And as we as we've out. learned, if my, I'm doing spider moves, Tom has a bit of a fear of spiders yeah, <laughs> this weekend. True, this true. Yeah, but moving like a spider and being the largest huntsman in my bedroom of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but he would be a larger version of that. Yeah, but he's not a huntsman, he's just a he's just the, oh no, murderous vestigial twin. Yeah, I think we shoot ourselves. I think we kill him. <laughs> if you're not happy with the helmet, Damo, we're happy to kill you. I, I like, like I said, as the doctors should have when you were born. Correct. <laughs> I'll be honest, it's feeling a lot like you're gonna kill me in my sleep. <laughs> uh, I think we might have called a wraps on this weekend. I might just head home. Well, if yeah, if you never see or hear from us again. We're either on the run from killing Damo, or Damo has killed us and look out for a backwards man. That oh. looks well, a technically, like Jono's killed you. Well, I'm just having a lovely snooze in, in the Mind Palace land. Unless you trapped him and took over his identity. <laughs> okay. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Sean, mm. what if we're just in the Mind Palace right now? This is bad. Damo, have you considered oh. the fact that you're actually out there murdering everybody? And uh, when, I we're, mean, we're, we've been dead for uh, years. I hadn't. Uh, I don't. 
I don't like this. Well, I was bad. Ooh. I don't like it either because I'm dead. Are we still alive? I was just figments, man. I don't remember driving up here. No. Oh, sorry, boys. You're dead. Get out, oh, get out your Inception spinning top and give it a spin. <laughs> Let's know what happens. <laughs> well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been dead. I'm also dead. <laughs> uh, and if you scared listeners would like to contact us, send us an email. If this podcast is even still running, you can do so at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys. Or individually, I'm at midday pajamas. Uh, did your um, mind palace have a Twitter handle? That's where I am. <laughs> You're in the depths of <laughs> yeah. demo land. Yeah, and I'm, I'm awkward trade within Damo's mind palace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Twitter only exists really within my mind palace. It's not even a thing. <laughs> what a psycho you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay scared, everyone. All right, time for a time.